Hello and welcome to the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast. This is a bonus episode. If you're new to this, I do Led Zeppelin or Led Zeppelin themed shows on Thursdays and on other than Thursdays, typically weekends, but it's been drifting into the work week. I do other artists. Um, If the latest Mike Millard tape that drops is of interest, I usually focus on that. Otherwise, I uh, I go wild. I go native. And uh, this time is something I've wanted to bring to you for a little while. It's Warren Zevon, Copenhagen, Denmark, September 13th, 1992. He's doing a solo tour. An acu- well, I don't think it's an acoustic tour because I think it's an electric piano, but let's say. Just solo artist. No band. Just him and his, or he and his piano and where needed acoustic guitar Warren Zevon is was amazing he was incredibly self-destructive ridiculously intelligent erudite learned eloquent literary wrote some of the best songs about California LA in the 70s million times better than anything the Eagles ever did. Um, of course, Werewolves of London is his claim to fame, but he also had Poor Poor Pitiful Me, uh, Carmelita, Muhammad's Radio, Desperados Under the Eaves, Accidentally Like a Martyr, Lawyers, Guns, and Money. I mean, he has... Uh, all that's kind of made it through the past 50 years culturally is Werewolves of London. But there are several of his songs that if you don't recognize his versions, you'll recognize them by other artists because his songs were covered by other artists a lot because he's a brilliant, was a brilliant song maker, songwriter rather. Uh, He studied classically. He lived in an apartment as a child, an apartment building in the same apartment building as Igor Stravinsky. So he actually got a couple of lessons, a few lessons in theory and technique and composition from none other than Rites of Spring Stravinsky. Holy mackerel. Pretty decent pedigree. He, uh, he's one of my favorite guys. He, he didn't sail as high as his contemporaries, uh, which were Jackson Brown, Linda Ronstadt, um, that California. He, in fact, on his albums, the California gods often feature. He's had Beach Boys on his albums. He's had Fleetwood Mac on his albums. He's had Jackson Brown. Oh, Raikuder, not Raikuder. Oh, what the hell's his name? I can't think of his name. Mm. J.D. Souther? That might be it. But um, he's ridiculously good. Ridiculously good. And if all you know of him is uh, Lawyers, Guns, and Money and Werewolves, you're doing yourself a disservice. I won't say that he's a man that put out great albums, but he was a man that put out great songs, and if you get or listen to any compilation of his um, on Spotify or something, 
you will you, you will find songs that you will love forever and um this tour he got sober in the 80s and i think that lasted i think he stayed sober um although he was a ridiculously destructive drunk from what i've read i, I read part of his uh biography autobiography written by his ex-wife or something and it was it was uh he was a piece of work when he drank like people are i mean when you're when you're when you're lost in it and you become that monster uh but it's also fucking hilarious really no, no one knows heartbreak like him and uh i remember when he was sick he he died of mesothelioma that thing you get from asbestos exposure and um David Letterman, I think, had him on for a whole week as the as as the only guest. It was just he and Dave on a couch. You remember this? 2003, 2004-ish? He was sick. He was terminal. And he was just had enough gas in the tank to show up, play a couple songs, and, and hold court. And... Uh, He's also the one that coined that phrase, enjoy every sandwich, when Dave asked him if there was any final wisdom or anything, because Warren's like, I'm I'm dead, dude. I'm dying, dude. There's no getting around it. I'm dead, and I'm dead soon. Like, might not even see Christmas soon. But he stuck around. He held out for the birth of his uh, first grandchild. And uh, I don't know. I like him. I like I like some of his songs. His heartbreak songs are brilliant. His doofy songs are brilliant. His arrogant songs are brilliant, but not all of them. He's got a uh He's he's not a Hall of Famer, but he's close. So, we end up in Copenhagen, Denmark for the solo tour. He uh has a whole bunch of really great songs post-sobriety that just never became hits because, first of all, he got older, went from the four, you know, his 40s and 50s, and then, you know, moving into the 80s, that sound, that California sound kind of became uh, old-fashioned. So he kept putting out product. He kept putting out work, um, occasionally hitting uh, profundity. But he's... Uh, He's one of those in the Hunter Thompson club. <laughs> he was friends with Hunter. He was a kindred spirit of Hunter's. But uh, from all from all accounts, a wonderful friend and a wonderful man, aside from when he was deep in his sickness. So here we go. We're going to listen to... Um, I'm not going to play werewolves. I'm not going to play songs that I think you're going to know, because... I've done Warren's Yvonne before twice, I believe, and um, I want to stick to some newer stuff. I'm going to play my favorite songs. It's not going to be anything terrible. The first thing I'm going to open with is one of my favorite of his post-sobriety songs called Mr. Bad Example. I think that came out in the late 80s, Mr. Bad 89-ish, maybe. Great song. From the liner notes, uh, it was done when he was sober. And he just stayed up all night with his bass player uh, drinking Turkish coffee, which is amazing. It's almost psychedelic. It's so strong. Little cups of grit that you drink it and colors become brighter. It's like, did I just take mushrooms? No. 
Turkish coffee. So he stayed up all night, caffeinated as fuck, as, I mean, addicts do. You, st- you, you transfer. Um, and wrote this song in one night. And it is fevered, it is frenetic, it is beautiful, it is hilarious, and I love it. Mr. Bad Example. With Warren, pay attention to the lyrics, because if they're not hilarious, they're profound. All right, here we go. I started as an older boy, working at the church, learning all my holy moves and doing some research, which led me to a cash box labeled children's fund. I left the change and tucked the bills inside my cover fund. I got a part-time job in my father's carpet store. They ain't tactless driven and housewives by the score. I loaded up their furniture and took it to Spokane. And auctioned off every last knock I had to land. I'm very well acquainted with the seven deadly sins. I keep a busy schedule, trying to fit them in. I'm proud to be a glutton, and I don't have time for sloth. I'm really ahead and angry, and I don't care who I cross. I'm Mr. Bad Example, it's looter in the dirt. I like to have a good time, and I don't care who gets hurt. Mr. Bad Example, take a look at me. I think to be a hundred and go down in infamy. Of course, I went to law school, took a law degree, counseled all my clients to plead insanity, and worked in every placement, swiggling the ball. Well, very few are chosen, and fewer still are called. Been on Monte Carlo with patient and affairs. I threw away the fortune, I made transplanting hair, and I put my nasty brains down on a prostitute who took me up to her to perform the flag salute. Whereupon I stole her passport and her wig, and headed for the airport, and in the night flight day, 14 hours later I was down in Adelaide. Living through the wombat, sipping fosters in the shade. And I opened up an agency somewhere down the line to hire aboriginals to work the oval mines. But I attached their wages, took a whopping cut, and whisked away their workman's comp and popperized the lot. I'm Mr. Bad Example, it's over in the dirt. I like to have a good time, and I don't care who gets hurt. Mr. Bad Example, take a look at me. I'll get to be a hundred and go down in infamy. I'm part of this class ticket on Malaysian Air. Landed in Sri Lanka, none the worse for wear. I'm thinking of retiring from all my dirty deals. And I'll see you in the next life. Wake me up for meals. Host of others, I suppose. 
He has a good vocabulary. Whereupon I stole her passport and her wig and headed to the airport on a midnight flight, you dig. Fourteen hours later, I was down in Adelaide, flipping through the wanted, sipping fosters in the shade. Whereupon. Good word. Very, I don't know, I love it. I hope you do too. Great sound. Small venue. Good recorder. And uh, the next song I'm going to play, in fact, some of this set is uh, was put out on his live album called Learning to Flinch. Great album. <clears throat> I think, actually, the next song I'm going to play is note for note identical as what's on the album, which, A, shows that there wasn't any overdubbing for the album. It's prob- I think, if I remember correctly, it, the album was recorded straight to dat tape because it's not like Warren Zevon was a huge draw back in that day. He was back in small theaters and large clubs kind of thing. So... Um, this is not from that. This is a a legit, <laughs> a legit bootleg <laughs> taped by the taper on a nice rig, but not the fancy dat that Warren has. This song is called The French Inhaler. It's uh, an old one. I think it's off his first album from 1976. I'm not sure, but it's early. This is not the same kind of version that's on the album which is more bouncy. How you gonna make your way in the world, woman, when you weren't cut out for working? Now, this is just piano, really beautiful piano, and it's a grim song. It's a grim song about us living that life, the L.A. cocaine, drinking, bar hopping, shallow life of uh, L.A., it resonates, man. It resonates. It is so good. And I hope you enjoy it. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. This performance specifically. In the same way that I love uh, Dylan's Visions of Johanna from his uh, 65 tour of the UK where he just did it on acoustic and not the album version with the band. I prefer this way, way, way more than the studio recording. Enjoy, folks. Again, Copenhagen, Denmark, September 13th, 1992. Warren Zevon, French Inhaler. Oh, one of the best opening lines ever. How you gonna make your way in the world when you weren't cut out for working? <clears throat> Enjoy. Here's a song I wrote about Hollywood, my hometown. gonna make your way in the world when you weren't cut out for working when your fingers are slender and frail how you gonna get a man in this sleazy bedroom town if you don't put yourself up for sale Who's gone? 
Tugs and wine and flattering light You must try it again till you get it right Maybe you end up with someone different every night Okay, good. It's not the same one that's on the album. It's very close. Great song, though. Holy shit, great song. Great song. I hope you liked it. Because, you know, I I do hope you enjoy this as I record these. I hope that there's some level of uh, positivity on the other side. It's not just me whispering into the void. But even if it is, that's fine. Me and the Void get along fine. Alright, we've got one more song. One more thing to play for you people. To hopefully, hopefully, 
scratch a tiny measure of love and recognition from this cold and different universe. But first, the spiel. You can find me on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook under the name Heart of Markness. You can find the shows that I cover, both the Led Zeppelin and the classic rock ones like today, on my website, which is, brace yourself, heartofmarkness.com. Not bad, right? It's all kind of uh, has a theme, coherent theme throughout all this, a thread. Uh, And if you like what I do, and you like how I do it, and you're of a mind and the means to contribute if you want to, uh, take a look at patreon.com slash heart of Markness and see if there's something there for you. And I got to say thank you to the patrons who pay for the hosting, pay for the cloud hosting, pay for the website hosting, all the hosting, so much hosting. And these guys all help me pay for it. In fact, these guys bought me this microphone through which I'm speaking to you. Of course, that was just one guy, but still a patron nonetheless. And I will read your name unless you tell me not to. Sometimes people are like, you don't need to read my name, man. And I don't. But here are the current titans upon whose shoulders rests this humble yet mighty podcast. A laurel and hearty handshake go out to Stephen, George, Big Ed, Kenny, John from West Footscray, Picard, Knegarn, Chris, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. Thank you, my friends, from all over the globe, multiple hemispheres, multiple hemispheres represented there. Thank you, my friends. I love each and every one of you, and I am deeply, deeply, profoundly grateful for your support in my endeavor. So, plowing ahead, as Bill Burr says, plowing ahead. Uh, I have one song left for you. It is a new song, as far as it's contemporary to the release of this album. Not this album, this tour, 92. Learning to Flinch is the album that he was recording. It's on that album. Uh, It's called The Vast Indifference of Heaven. And it is pretty good. It's not funny. (laughs) It's not funny. It's kind of reflective. But again, good imagery. And uh, you can download. You can go to heartofmarkness.com, grab this show, listen to Werewolves of London and Carmelita and uh, Muhammad's Radio all night long. Muhammad's Radio is a good song. Jesus Christ. Um, But here, I wanted to just introduce you to a little bit more of the man because there's more than one dimension to him. So here we go. The Indifference of Heaven. Enjoy. Blood on my hands, my hands in the till. 
song about Kierkegaardian 
meditation. And as you all know, Kierkegaard was the one that we had the sickness unto death. The sin. Sin is sickness unto death. It's about all I remember. It's been 20 years since my good old religious studies college days. No, I was not a preacher. <laughs> Just a human being interested in religion. All right, there we go. We're done. Three songs, less than half an hour of your time, and hopefully I've put something in your ear to uh, make you shuffle on over to Spotify or Apple Music or your old Vic Trolla and fire up some Warren Zevon. Listen to him, man. It's good stuff. Don't just stick with the stuff until, you know, 1980 when he was <laughs> popular. He's got a, he has a, a really great career. And again, not all his songs are great. But the ones that are great are great. So I hope you enjoy it. Huh. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to play Muhammad's Radio, which is the last song of the set. I think it's his encore. Is it? Muhammad's Radio. It's on 22. Did I never? I never I never read you the set list. I'm sorry. Here's what you're going to get if you go to heartofmarkness.com and download this show. You get your intro. Hello. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Bill comment. Warren Zivan. Into Splendid Isolation. That's kind of like a Neil Young song. Lawyers, Guns, and Money. Mr. Bad Example, which you've heard. Carmelita. Excitable Boy. Hasten Down the Wind. The French Inhaler. Worrier King. Roland Corral. Into Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner. Searching for a Heart. Boom Boom Mancini. Jungle Work, Piano Fighter, Werewolves of London, The Indifference of Heaven, Detox Mansion, Poor Poor Pitiful Me, Summertime Blues, the Eddie Cochran tune, Play It All Night Long, and then this song that you're going to hear now, Muhammad's Radio. Don't it make you want to rock and roll all night long? I like this. I'm not coming back after this, so I'm going to say be good to yourselves and each other. And when the song ends, the podcast is over. Please put your tray tables up and uh, pick up all your shit when you leave. Talk to you next time.
Hey. 